to Mike Chank Waifu Waifu. Check. Mic check, waifu, waifu. King Teliano, is that you? We're almost at 200. What's happening? This is episode 199 of Mic Check, waifu, waifu. As always, brought to you by Lou Complex and DontTalkShop.com. Make sure you go to LouComplex.com. I think you can use the offer code waifu to save on your entire cart. Still unsure if that code is working or not. I have to hit up Crowden and find out, but. We appreciate you nonetheless for supporting uh, supporting the shop that support us. Thank you all so much for supporting us. Also, it's brought to you by our great Patreon producer. Shout out to our great Patreon producers. Sorry, I'm, I'm procrastinating because I haven't pulled it up. Dre the Goat G, Johnny from Show Go High, Cat the Pro from Chaotic Culture and Show Go High, explicitly our artist. Monique Williams, Nachi, he just had a trip up, in, up here in Houston, had a good time. Safir. Thank y'all so much for producing this and many other episodes of the podcast. We appreciate y'all for supporting us at the producer tier. Make sure you go to patreon.com slash MikeCheckWaifuWaifu to get early access to the video version of the podcast, to get access to our after story podcast, which is coming back next week. I got a great topic for next week's after story, by the way. So please be excited for that, which I'm still trying to figure out how to get into podcast form. Um, for the ones that would rather just listen than, than use the uh, Patreon app. Also, get access to the read-along. That's also coming next week. That's a promise. Mm. That's a promise. That is a promise. The uh, read-along of a manhwa that, is very, that looks very interesting to me. It's going to be exclusive to Patreon, so make sure you guys check out patreon.com slash MikeCheckWifeWifeWifeWifeWifeWifeWifeWifeWifeWifeWifeWifeWifeWifeWifeWifeWifeWifeWifeWifeWifeWifeWifeWifeWifeWifeWifeWifeWifeWifeWifeW
I'm good, bro. I'm not. I can't even be mad. Apollo is so clever. He tried to, you know, he tried to trick me earlier. But yeah, what? you know, what? we good. What did he try to trick you? He uh, <laughs> he tried to uh sneak a slim jim out mm. of the kitchen. Right, because he, I tell him to stay out the kitchen because he's five. He's not old enough to be in the kitchen doing whatever he think he can do. But he <laughs> went in there, took a slim jim, and I told him to put it back. Right, mm-hmm. come back five minutes later, he walking past. He got the slim jims, like a bunch of them, stuffed in his pants. No like, way! Oh, you gotta come stop on, stealing. You can't be starting still. <laughs> not at home. Not at home. Especially when you can just ask me and I'll grab it for you. There you go. There you go. Oh man. How you feeling, brother? I'm sore, man. I'm sore. I've been uh for those of you that don't know, I've been working out with Tell and it's been excruciatingly fun. While also being excruciatingly painful. I think last week was the hardest we've ever went. Full of two hours. Um mm-hmm. and just elevation and elevation and elevation on top of elevation. So I'm fucking my ass is beat. You know? I'm <laughs> I'm I'm sore as shit. But you know what? I'm I'm happy. Yeah, I'm happy about it. I feel good, um, and I keep getting better. So that's all I can ask for. Yeah. For sure, hey yo, that's that's the best part is that the changes already. Just the form is all all we needed changes for, uh, and now we can really really push farther. So we I was happy. On it. I was happy. So what what I did recently though, I, I'm gonna add this. I uh I hooked up my Oculus again. To my PC. So what I'm gonna start doing is on the days that I'm because I'm only I'm only going to, I'm only able to go to Tell's house twice a week because he does live an hour and fifteen minutes away from me, which is a fucking journey. It's a trek every single time I go there, but worth it in the end. But I digress. I started. I put. I hooked back up my Oculus, and what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna start doing like some either some virtual boxing or something, or just one of these little workout games or something like that when I'm not there, just to kind of keep some cardio up because. A lot of time is because I don't, I really don't leave the house. I spend a lot of time in the house just chilling when I'm not walking Saber and we don't walk that long or that far because it's Houston, Texas and he's a Siberian Husky. So I'm not torturing him. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to find different ways to put uh, put cardio in my life when I'm not going out there for those, for that hour drive and, and crazy workout. So once I get that together, it's not crazy. It's it's very lucrative, I should say. Very, very lucrative. Very, very worth it, man. I'm telling you, if y'all need any help with, you know, a workout plans, Tell can set you up, man. He can definitely set you up. Uh, and it's I promise you it's worth it because you will see results. I can guarantee you that because I'm already seeing them. And I'm, what, two weeks in? Three weeks in? Ten, technically, it's three weeks because that first week we only did, like, what, one day? Yeah. And- it was, it was a little sore and then you came yeah. back way harder than that. Yeah, 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 you know. Yeah, three, so about, three yeah, three weeks roughly, but incredible, man. It's an incredible time. So hit them up, get locked in. All right, without further ado, let's do further into this anime. Um, let's start off with the uh, episode of the week this week. You want to do your episode first or you want me to do my episode first? Uh, my episode this week is Demon Slayer. What? Yeah, man. So good. So good. It's crazy I'm, how it took only three episodes to get to the shit. But we in the shit. <laughs> like, it's only three episodes, by the way. While we we know it's only 11 episodes this season, or this core, I don't know how it's going to work. It's 
already already starting off hot like at first i was worried because i'm like okay is this gonna do some dr stone jokey shit because at first i was a little worried because it felt like dr stone for like the first i don't know six minutes of the episode and it no it turned on it turned on it turned up i exactly felt i felt exactly what you felt yeah because going into the episode i was like how long is it gonna stay funny for yeah, and then and it, like it, after it, that last, it was like as soon as I said it in my head, it was like that was the last funny scene, and it went straight. <laughs> we acted the rest of the episode. And I was yeah, like, I they, like this. I, they they knew exactly when it when it was kind of overstaying his welcome because it, it almost started to. It almost started to feel like Doctor Stone, which overstays welcome constantly, but it felt it it perfectly paced. Man, it turned into to the to dot to, to Demon Slayer quickly soon thereafter. So that's my episode of the week. My uh, episode of the week is Insomniacs After School. Mm, another great episode. Yeah, that, that episode had me. Yeah, had very me good. In they bag. Whatever bag they wanted me in, I was there. Very good. Um, all right, man. So this episode is, we're into it now. We're ankles deep into the, into the spring season. So now we are going to discuss how we feeling, where our head's at. What we keeping, what we not keeping, anything boring us, why, why not? Um and maybe we take a look at some of uh some of what y'all said at the beginning of the season and see where y'all at by taking a look at our bookmark tweets, which mm-hmm. we're gonna look at y'all sleepers that we had. Yeah. Um ironically enough. One of those sleepers, I had a very good first impression of that first episode. And I'm think, I'm not talking about like one of our sleepers. I'm talking about a sleeper that was talked about a lot when we when we came back and, and did that conversation. Hmm. One of them, I'm not so. Uh, I'm not feeling the delusion yet. OK, um, let me just find it. Actually, here he is. So Rob, uh, a.k.a. Father Vash. On March 12th, when we asked the question, what is y'all sleepers? He said, uh, we have a full season uh, for long-awaited uh, long anime adaptations, a few mystery thrillers on my radar, but I will pick Heavily Delusion um, for a sleeper. Um, I have faith that other shows, uh, that others will pick my other highly anticipated shows. So this is Rob J's, uh, you know, the father of Vash. Not Rob J, I'm sorry, the father of Vash, Rob. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. My fault. So my my first question is, how are you? Uh, also, oh. sorry, we're sorry, real real quick. TCBNYC says heavily delusion is probably going to be my sleeper pick for what little I've seen of it, and not counting the returnings. Mm-hmm. All right. So my thought is is because I know how I feel about it, and like I said, I'm not really feeling the uh, the delusion. Uh, I feel like I'm very aware, and um, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not. I don't I, like almost felt like <laughs> this episode was was exactly kind of what I expected. So mm-hmm. it felt that boring, you know, mm-hmm. and I, it's not it's such a cool concept to me that for this episode to be boring in my right. mind was right. like was bothersome. Yep. So, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm not really feeling it. It really it was this episode that kind of changed that feeling more for me. It was like, yeah, OK, I'm, I'm bored now. Yeah, from the beginning, I was like, okay, this is interesting because it's different, but it wasn't that interesting because it was boring. Mm-hmm. Um, this is what I tweeted 
when I said fine, make sure you follow me on Twitter at Polo Born Fly and follow Tella at King Teliano. As I said, I'm disinterested now. And this is exactly what I talked about. I just, I'm, I was over it. I'm like, I'm so fucking over this show now. It was this episode. It was this episode. Yeah, yeah this episode was, was, I can't even say it was mad decent, bro. I can't even say it was mad decent. It was, it was, this, this episode was boring. Very boring. It was, it's trying to bring, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't, maybe it's trying to bring some intrigue that I'm just not, I don't, like, it's there. The mystery is there. And, and what's funny is that this most recent episode will seem like it's something that's supposed to spark your interest way more. But it's not. It is not. Uh, it's yeah. doing the opposite. I just don't care about anything or anybody um, in any way or shape or form. Like, it's cool that the babies with no faces are are mysterious and they're in that school. And that school seems like it's kind of a very... Um, Promise next door. Uh, Promise Neverland. I was about to say Promise next door. I can't tell you exactly why I think it's boring. What's up? the The reasoning that it's boring is because it's trying to do what eighty six did, give you two storylines running concurrently, but they're not quite like a landing. They're not sticking that landing. Because they're trying to give you that backstory of, you know, who they are, why they are the way they are, and then give you that them in the motion of actually doing things. And it almost I'm, I'm not saying that's the only reason, but it, it makes it out of sync. And then it's just overall just not making it enjoyable. Like, I didn't care about that backstory of them going breaking into the building and seeing those babies. Like, none of that matter other than the fact that maybe the one one-eyed baby thing was able to control the camera and make it so that they weren't visibly seen. Mm-hmm. Um, so just let me tell you my idea because I'm we're so similar, but yet so far apart. It's mm-hmm. trying to do the 86 thing is you said congruently. I don't think they're concurrently. Congru- concurrently. I don't think they're concurrent at all. I think one is the past and one is what happened from that past. Is yeah, that what that's not, what I'm like, saying is that they're running concurrent. They're trying to tell you both the stories at the same time, not that the stories are taking place at the same time. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I see, I see, I see, I see. Okay, so we are on the same exact same exact page then, because I feel the same way. I feel like I feel like the school shit is what what happened to become the fall of that society, and I think the kids are the evolutions of those monsters beings that destroy shit, i.e., the incubation of the children or whatever. That's just that's just where my head is. It's it kind of seems like it's going there and that's going to be the big twist, but it's kind of self-explanatory that that's where it's going. And with the whole camera thing, I think just every student or every kid has a special thing about them. Mm-hmm. And his, her, their particular special ability is that they are unseen by cameras. And then the one girl, she can run up walls and shit. And then the other guys didn't seem to die when he fell off that Pole, pole when he fell or mm-hmm. somebody can draw and, and that becomes I don't know whatever it is like I just feel like they're special and then because they're special because society decided to experiment in different ways it then created what we have as the, the man eaters as the man eaters and the apocalyptic whole thing like I, I just feel like that's the whole moral and if I'm wrong I don't care that what we said is more interesting anyway in my opinion <laughs> basically if not um, if that's the case, if this school is just taking place in a place where they're trying to experiment and, and bring back society back to normal with these kids, then uh, it's even more boring. 
So, um, with that being said, yeah, this is one. I, do I drop it? Now, that's I'm torn there. That's the question. Um, because because it's so kind of like unique slash interesting, I want to keep watching it in the hopes that something changes and makes it like just overall just at least decent, at least good, right? <laughs> um, so I feel like in my heart, I'm not going to drop it. But it, it, I'm almost at that point to where it, it could be one another just boring episode. I'm just like, all right, I can let this sit for a week or two and then catch exactly. up every week or something like that. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking to maybe hold it for two weeks. Uh, it's, and it's again, it's not like we got a lot to watch this season. Like, there's not much, but that would give me the ability to go back to my um my Degottery series. Mm-hmm. So I could do more outside of this. And and then I started. I I picked up. Uh, is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon season four? I started that and I'm four episodes into that and I like it. I fucking love mm-hmm. it so far. It's real good. We so, always said that that series is great, great binge. Oh, fantastic binge. And even if you don't feel like binging it all the way through, you could come back and do another four. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it's one of the best shows to do that with. I still got to do that with shout out to Rob J. Which, uh, what I meant to mention earlier was him binging Bungo Stray Dogs and reminded me that I still need to go back and binge Bungo because mm. um, I'm very interested in seeing where that's going this season because I think next season comes back next season. So um, I definitely am looking forward to that uh, for sure. Yeah, so finish the watch along. Yeah, exactly. So we got a lot, man. We got a lot. We can we could do instead of trying to force ourselves through stuff that we're just not interested in. Um, and speaking of stuff we're just not interested in, I'm slowly, more surely getting uninterested in my home hero. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. I'm going to go back to the... Why do bookmarks disappear? Don't like that. Go back to the bookmarks and see whose sleepers was my home hero. Uh, spoiler, Steve. And that's it. <laughs> hey. And, and hear me out. Hear me out. No, sorry. And Huey. Shout out to Huey. Else was um, my home hero is it's not even that I I uh I hate it, but this episode too. This was these last two episodes mm-hmm. have overall just not been enjoyable for me. Um I'm not sure how you feel about the last two episodes, but I know you said before that it something about it wasn't striking a chord with you. Mm-hmm. But right now for me, these last two episodes have made it like Eh. Like this is exactly everything Monique loves. I mean, she's not even slightly interested. She'd much mm. rather watch uh anything else. Spy family again. Anything. So That's it's interesting. It's, it's like um it's it's okay. Um and I, I even in this episode without going into spoilers, I feel like they they tried to what they're missing is more of a, like what, probably what you said was more burn burn notice. I would like to see more of his mystery novelist and and mystery TV knowledge come out because it feels yes. almost like why do you even mention that if he not not even slightly pulling it out the bag at this point anymore? They slightly did it when he was talking to the uh, the champagne girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, I think they call him. Which was the best moment, but it was girl. still like the rest of it was eh. Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly what I what I felt throughout this entire they did the whole they did the shit I talked about. I feel so I hate that we are so negative so far, but 
We got to. We got to. We got to keep it real with y'all. You don't know. Y'all know how we do. They did the whole thing where they the uh, cliffhanger at the end was just tasteless. I I don't uh, I don't understand why anime think that's a good idea. It's never a good idea unless you're doing a Netflix route. Like if this if this show was on Netflix and it dropped all at once, cool. That's fine. That's perfectly fine. Cause that's cause you know what did that? What show did that? That worked really well. What was that? Cyberpunk. Edge Runners did that, and but it was on Netflix, so it didn't matter. You know what I'm saying? You can continue. You can continue on, and it was, it was beautiful. It was perfect that way. But this is just not good, and because it, it's not that it's making me more interested with the cliffhangers. It's just like when a show finally starts to feel like it's getting good, it does that. And then when it comes back, it comes back to the point where when you think it's getting good, it doesn't. It, yeah. it, it does the complete opposite. It, it takes it back. It takes whatever the cliffhanger was, takes it up to the roller coaster, and it just kind of like falls slightly and it, it kind of levels out. Like, so basically, like you said, what it's doing is it, it's messing up its own consistency. Yeah. Yep, and that that's what makes the show just like, eh, because if if you you're 100 percent right, and that's kind of messed up too. Is that like if this was to drop like half the season right now, and just let us watch the first six episodes, we'd be like, oh yeah, this is yeah, actually pretty decently enjoyable. And then if they left us with a cliffhanger on the sixth episode, it wouldn't be as harsh because we know that next time it come back, they drop in six more episodes, mm-hmm. so we can finish it. And now we are satiated and satisfied, but because of the way this is set up and the the the, the egregiousness of these cliffhangers, they're um, so egregious. Like, <laughs> oh, the gunshot, boo, the screen goes black. But then when we come back, it's gonna be somebody else that saves them, and it's just gonna be a slow build up to the next cliffhanger. And that's such a terrible storytelling point that it it just it's just it's not good. Yeah, a horrible it, plot device. Horrible, horrible plot device. Okay. So let's go, let's go to somewhere where we're a little bit more positive. Cause I hate when we are super negative. I feel like we're the only ones that be super negative about stuff, but we got to, man. We got, to, we are seasonal anime podcast. We got to bring you the stuff we feel like maybe you shouldn't spend your time on or you should just binge. Shout mm-hmm. out to Rob J. Okay. Speak of the devil. He said, March 12th, I got cheat skill in another world and became unrivaled in the real world too. These guys with a long name be ended up super fun and hilarious, and I'm looking forward to this. Boy, what a what a pick. What a fucking pick. All right. Now, this is one of my favorite shows this season. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have about three. I have a top three right now, and this is in that top three. This cheat skill, and I became a rival in the real world too, gives me slice of life mixed with Isekai with a very small amount of Isekai. But more slice of life where the slice of life feels so damn good, man. It's just feel good moments of just of a former, you know, bullied big guy turned into handsome hunk of a man out here living his life now, but still humble and nice and kind. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just respect I, I respect this route that is going and it feels it's just good to watch and not just good to watch but so pleasant to the fucking eyes to look at. The character art, the, the the animation period is just beautiful. This is one of my favorite shows this season and I'm so happy. I'm I'm mad that I have to watch it week to week because it's just that good. 
It's super duper dumb fire. Um, <laughs> super duper dumb fire. Uh, it's a, it is exactly what you said. It's an enjoyable show. Um, and to be completely honest, this is one of those shows right now that I don't really have a personal weak point for. Yeah. Right. Like it might have some, some weak points somewhere, but in my opinion, as of, and I'm not trying to be overly objective or anything right now, this is just me being a little bit more subjective and saying what I like. I don't have any weak points for this anime right now. So when I turn it on, I've just enjoyed everything I've seen visually. It looks great. Um, the sound is cool. The animation is, is beautiful and it's simple. Yeah, it is. It's, it's beautiful and simple. Um, the characters so far, every character has a, a point purpose and role. And I, I've enjoyed the characters or not enjoyed them when I wasn't supposed to enjoy them, Mm -hmm. you know? So, Nothing in this seems misplaced so far. Yeah. And, and and what I mean by the story is not that the story is super engaging or intriguing. It's not. I don't think it's supposed to be. I think it's supposed to be a story of a guy who's living a life that's different. And he just so happens to get the ability in this other world, which he can take back to the world at any time. And it's just <laughs> watching him accidentally riz up these women has been fucking just hilarious. It's, it's just great. This 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 show is saving eighty thousand gold in two different worlds on steroids. It's good, man. It's it, I don't know what that means. Because that's exactly that was, good. That was that Izakai show where she can go back and forth to her real world and the Izakai world and she was this is the show that does it took that, that idea and just made it significantly better. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I'm super happy that they're spending majority of their time in a real world. I think what it's gonna do though is gonna it's gonna do a a nice half and half mix. So I think the, this beginning half was more so the results of him going to that other world in the real world. And now it's going to, and now we're transitioning into the fantasy world and seeing where that progress and how that is going to look with him being in it more dominantly or prominently. Sorry. Yeah. I, I see them doing one of two things and they probably won't do it. I see them making him have to travel to that, that parallel world or Isekai world to do something more or less or I see it almost happening uh, probably to a much lesser extent but almost like gate mm. where, where him and somebody else or somebody comes through that that portal and they're with him into the regular world you know something like that I can yeah. see that happening and I, I imagine they keep it extremely enticing as they've already done they haven't failed us yet so yeah I really like, I just, to be honest, I really like the real world stuff more. Mm-hmm. The slice of life stuff more. I don't know what it is. I do know what it is. I do know what it is. It's just. It's, it's your just, bag. Yeah, it's just, it's definitely more my bag for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's, that's it, man. That's a great show. I'm loving it. Um, Are you watching Yamada-kun to level nine, uh, 999? Not yet. I, have, I I was supposed to watch that one. That's yeah, the were. slice of life, right? That's the uh, shoujo slice of life. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't watch that one yet. Shout out to you, Fear. Um, he said it's kind of like bottom tier Tomazaki. I watched about five minutes of episode one. Saw what it was, and I'm like, yeah, no, nah, I'm good. I'm just uh, not the shoujo guy, man. I just can't do it. It's got to be extremely good shoujo for Polo. Yes, like it has to be. On a level of uh, ancient Magnus brought, 
Speaking of which, Crystal said, most excited for Angel Magnus brought, and her sleeper was a galaxy next door, which is also my sleeper. Um, uh, do I want to go on my sleepers yet? Yeah, let's, let's, we can talk about. We can, oh no, let's, let's not touch our sleepers yet. Yeah, let's, yeah. Let's yeah. let's go to our, our, our homie Black Damzilla. Black Damn Black Damzilla actually chose Dead Mountain Death Play. It's a sleeper. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of big names I'm excited for to return. Um, Mashal, Boji, the return of Boji. Um, everything I've uh, yeah, yeah. So he says Mashal, uh, Magic and Muscles. Every everybody I've come across that is reading it raves about it. So I'm not watching that one, obviously, because that's a meathead joint. Um, tell, talk to me about uh, before we get into death, my death play, Mashal. It's Mashal. What? How do I say this? It's it's oddly enough, it's more enjoyable than something like My Home Hero. Interesting. Oh shit! I'm at but home. it's. It's one of those things you just turn your brain off for because that's what the main character is. He turns his brain off and he just exists. It's it, and that's ironically, it's like season one of One Punch Man. I promise you, is what it feels like. But like, so does it have it over like a arching narrative, like a narrative that goes anywhere, or is it just stuff happens and he's super powerful? <sighs> So far, it's just stuff. I know where the narrative is going, right? Do you mind if I sh- if I kind of spill like the first episode? No, no, not if it's the first episode. Uh, the, no, no. the main character doesn't have magic in the world of magic. I think I said that already. Yeah, we about that. And he's going to this magic school in order to win peace for him and himself and his father by beating all the ma- mages there with no magic. Uh, and he's successful so far. Um, it what makes it enjoyable is the the randomness of how he does things because he has no magic, and it's that's just kind of what it is. It's like watching One Punch Man, and everybody has these overwhelming, ridiculous powers, and Saitama just punches stuff, and it it blows up. Yeah, and that I mean, that still had kind of a arc though to it right yeah i haven't seen much yet but that that's why i'm saying is like the beginning of that one punch man season it didn't have like here's the story and then the story kind of unfolded as you watched it and it was like that's oh true. yeah all of this stuff added up to it it kind of feels like that they just haven't punched us in the face with the actual story yet mm. and then uh to go to the dead mile death play we just watched the second episode this week. Um, by the time you're hearing this, I think the third episode airs. So bear with us if it if it changes. But the second episode aired, and uh, it's it's good. The first one was great. The second episode was good. Mm-hmm. That's it. Kind of like went down a little bit, but it's still good. Still interesting. Still intrigued. But I got a feeling I know where this is gonna go. And where it's going to go is going to be extremely average from here on out. I, I think personally, he gets into this, he gets a part of this organization and he's helping them kill bad guys. And that's going to be the moral or the gist of it. And it's about to be monster of the week. I think personally, that's going to be boring. It's going to get boring. Uh, I, I kind of hope it goes 
in a similar yet opposite direction. Mm-hmm. Right. I hope that he becomes that like mysterious unknown where they don't know his motives and he does things that they're not a hundred percent obviously like sure of, but maintaining his morals, I have no idea how they can pull it off. Cause I see exactly what you mean where this is kind of going to go into that spiral of eh, and okayness. Don't want that. I want this show to stay like what that first episode was. Right. Well, I love overwhelmingly good. I love a good power fantasy, but I don't like a good power fantasy where where it's just simple uh, monster of the week stuff. Mm-hmm. I need depth, man. I, that's I think that's the moral of of us as as like anime watchers and podcasters is we just want depth. Depth. If we don't, get so, it, it's kind of like what. What else? Yeah. I was gonna say since you you want depth, I'm thinking how how are you feeling about uh, Oshinoko? Oh damn! I forgot I watched the second episode. There you go. I okay, forgot, I forgot I watched it. Forgot you watched it. Well, it was good actually, and it's like you said, it definitely has the depth. How did I forget I watched it? That's naturally. Naturally, I forgot I watched it, dude. That's crazy to me. That's crazy to me. I don't know if that says a lot, but I did enjoy it. Like, I liked the episode, episode two. Yeah, I was going to say, this episode uh, made uh, Aqua probably my, my, my favorite MC for the season. Ain't no way. We'll see. Because there's time for development. Let me, let me think. Let me look at he better than favorite MC. Uh, nah, man. Aqua's cool, but I mean, uh, I, 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 I'm looking at some of the stuff, and obviously, you got like the cheat skill MC. Yes. You got Health Paradise MC. Yes, Gabi um, Maru is definitely the best MC this season so far. Um. Senku right there. He's still great. I'm okay with Senku right now. Dr. Stone is very average and I don't want to... Yeah, that's everybody else though. I don't think (laughs) Senku is the problem in that show. (laughs) I'm not saying he's the problem, nah, but like yeah, Senku is very average and even his his bro, the muscle head, his moment, his one moment was better than like majority of the characters that we see. Bro. It's like the characters that are good in that show are good and then the characters that are bad are just like deterrents. The end of episode three was so fire for Senku for me. I was more interested. I was this is the most interested in Dr. Stone I've ever been. Well, since episode three of season one. Like, this is the most interesting because now it's like, oh shit, are we about to see who did all it, you know what I'm saying? Like Right. I don't want to go too that deep, but yeah, man, I fucking I feel terrible for forgetting that I watched this episode of Oceanoko. I mean, <laughs> it's it, not like it was bad because it was not yeah. a bad episode at all. That's it, it's, it's, it's. I think it's understandable. I didn't forget I watched it because, I, like I said, I thought it was a really good episode, mm-hmm. and then it also Aqua just really shined for me in this episode. How though? Because for me, he was very. Annoying. I mean, like that's fine. and and fucking that's, like, I understand what you're trying to do, but it's just not cool. I don't know. I'm and, I'm more so that, against his his moralities at this point. 
Yeah, and I mean, I think that they haven't fully explained what his, we don't know what his full plan is or anything like that. And I agree, his his morale, his I don't disagree with his thinking because it, it understandable. That, yeah, I think but, the 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 idea of his thinking comes from the trauma of, yeah, of course having lived these two lives mm-hmm. more or less. So that's kind of why, like, I understand it, but I feel like he can take a different path. Exactly. A smarter path. But I think that we don't know the depths of his plan yet. So it it could be a significantly better one because I imagine his whole point is to get into the industry and just be a background person looking for someone so he remains anonymous and unknown. Right. Uh, So we'll see. Uh, But yeah, I like I said, Aqua. I, I like his character. Period. It just is what it is. Yeah, he's not bad. I mean, both of them are are not bad. Like even the girl, completely understand everywhere, she, anywhere, she, anything she's feeling, and mm-hmm. anywhere she's trying to go right now, a hundred percent because of her past and 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 her now. I just I don't know. I like the show. I just I'm I'm upset with myself for forgetting because it's not like it was forgettable. But how did I forget about it? You know what I'm saying? It's um, it's all good. <laughs> that's the crazy part. It ain't your fault. No, it's because uh, usually when because this show comes out two days from now, which is the day that this podcast airs. Or is that Wednesday? Two days and nine hours. Is that Wednesday or is that that's Wednesday? Ain't it? Two days and nine hours. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's Wednesday. So yeah. it comes out Wednesday. So Wednesday it comes morning. it comes out in the middle of the week. So there's no fucking way I would have forgot about any other show that was more memorable than that. Like I didn't forget about Insomniacs After School, and that comes out tomorrow, Monday. So with that being said, like it's it's the show itself. So I don't know. I don't know. Uh. I'm very shocked that Insomniac after school is as good as it is because it was on nobody's radar. Nobody in our in our mentions uh, <sighs> bookmarks picked that up as I, a sleeper. I knew it was gonna be good, bro. I knew it. Yeah. I man. knew it. You could look at the art and see that this shit's gonna be good. The moment I saw it too, and the moment it released, I watched it day one it released. I'm like, fuck, this is real good. <laughs> this is real good. Like top tier levels of good. It, when when these characters had they they moment in this episode, I was like, oh, "Bruh, good, so good." Y- y'all won me this week. Y'all won me because this <laughs> this is it. Um, and to slide into our sleepers, man. Mine's being the galaxy next door. Mm-hmm. Very good, still. Very sweet and wholesome. I, I just I feel like it needs to uh. I feel like this 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 bomb that was just dropped at the end blew my mind because I was not expecting it to happen this soon, which is nice. Um, I think maybe we want to spoil that. We'll we'll talk about what we gonna uh, spoil later a little bit later, but maybe maybe we'll add that to our uh, our spoiler talk in the second yeah. half of the show. Um. Yeah, Galaxy Next Door never ceases to be good. Were you as shocked as I was when it ended the way it did? So I was like, wait a minute, already? Uh, I mean, 
I, I can't say I was. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because you yeah. think about it. When you think about it, right? It's a twelve, a twelve episode series. We're on episode mm. three, and a bomb, boom, just like that. And it's not like it was the Angel Next Door type of bomb or, or uh, more than a married couple. It's like boom. It's very mature, man. Very, very mature show, and that's why I think I'm loving it so much. So much. Very good. There, well, there, there are our main characters are adult characters, right? That's and true. they're not like particularly young adult characters, and like not like specifically after like college. college yeah, yeah. After college, um, technically, one of them we really don't even know how old she is. That's true. But he, on the other hand, we know that he's looking after two children mm-hmm. who are his siblings, obviously. But you know, yeah. Great. That's another great MC, by the way. Yeah, amazing MC so far. Yeah. Um, Thumb into another world for the second time. Uh, it's not my least favorite this season. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not bad. Uh, to me, it's not bad. Yeah. But is it, it anything it, special or great or new? It's, no. it's, it's mad, mad decent. Mad decent is the perfect Mad word. decent. Um, am I upset that I'm watching it? Not particularly. <laughs> Do I turn it on and I look at it and be like, all right, it's done? That's kind of that's kind of how it is. I'm here for but, it. I'm here for it. Am I wanting I, to get to get better? Yes. Do I feel yeah, like it is? Yes. Is it generic? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Mad generic. Mad. So generic. Uh, but you know what? I'm here for it. I'm still here for it. Mm-hmm. I'm, no, I'm not saying I'm not like dismissing it or nothing. Of course, it, of course. It's not bad. I just think it's okay. Super it's, okay. If it, it, what's what's his score right now? Is it like a if it's getting like a, a six point oh, eight or, or like a seventy or something like that? A six two. Six point two. Yeah, I feel like that's, that's. I feel like that's that's close to right, but not About right. Sixty five ish. Sixty seven. I'm saying like six point eight or seven, like seven point two kind of areas where I oh, would like put a C. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's better. I'm with that. I I can agree with that. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm intrigued to see where it goes, though. I, I feel like it's gonna change when we meet more characters, <sighs> which is inevitable because they already kind of gave us the storyline where the story is going. Yeah. No. It, it was and it was a big. A big drop too. This most recent episode. To be funny, mm-hmm. to be fair, I mean. Um. Hmm. All right, so I'm dropping. Let's talk about it. My, what is it called, man? My one hit kill sister. Yeah, I've never picked it up in the first place. I knew better. <laughs> Bruh, this is this is this is a this is a wild anime. Um, the the brother stereotype. Where the brother is fawning over his sister, it's the reverse of that. Yep. And um, just a brother complex. It's it is, eh. the the main character is overwhelmingly weak. Yep. Um, which is never fun to watch, to be honest. And his superpower is that he has a sister who's ridiculously powerful, and who loves him to death. Loves him to death. Yeah. Um, the synopsis was all I needed to know. I was like, I'm good. I'm then, good. What is it? The aristocrats. The aristocrats of the world, the adventure serving gods who go too far. You dropping it? 
Nah, it's actually pretty good. I was about to say, yeah, that's one I'm keeping just for <laughs> yeah, like I, it's, it's a palate cleanser. <laughs> yeah, it, it is um, quirky and funny enough. Yes, quirky like, is a perfect word. It's there. It's it's like I turn it on, and my eyes don't really move away from the screen because stuff is constantly happening. By and no it's means is it great. Stuff. Yeah, by that's no not means it's not a great show. We will not tell you that this aristocrat. Isekai one is great in any way, but it's just something for you to turn on. You want to talk about turning off your brain? That's when you turn off your brain and you just kind of like enjoy. You look at and you you just kind of like enjoy, you know. And it's silly by all every stretch of the word is silly. It's enough. It's silly enough. I guess it was, it was great. Um, and then ranking of kings. Hear me out. I didn't start yet. This season of Ranking the Kings, I might just not watch it and wait till it's done. Binge. Um, because I can't even hold you. I'm bored. <laughs> um, I love Boji, mm-hmm. but I was bored watching this, and they they make it to this forest, and we got this oasis, and blah blah blah. I was bored. Hmm. Um, I was being me with most of season one, to be honest. I just to the end, and I feel like that's something that's gonna give me some some flack or whatever. But fuck it, gotta keep it real, man. It was maybe I maybe we'll see what happens next episode. I I, I, I feel like I'm a I'm a I'm a stop after this next episode and just rock with it when it's done, bro. Yeah, man, being it's okay. And that's okay. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I want to go to Ked the Proto. He says uh, he's excited for a few things. Hell Paradise for his dark mm-hmm. series. Mashal for his meathead purposes. And I think my sleeper will be Oceanoko. We just talked about Oceanoko. Um, mm-hmm. So he's uh, he said he's also excited for the return for the Witch of Mercury. How's that return been? Witch of Mercury has been great. Um, not episode of the week yet, but this was one of those episodes that definitely competes for it. Mm. Um, a phenomenal episode uh great stuff going on um but yeah um which from mercury if, if you like the mecha series is great right which i don't so i ain't touch it um yeah hell's paradise still one of my this is you remember when i said top three this is in that top three hell's paradise is fucking fantastic i absolutely love what they do with backstories I love what they do with characters and and how you kind of learn about them. I'm intrigued to see who more of these uh, criminals are, to be honest. Like the two brothers, genius concept, man. You, they lose their parents. One becomes a bandit and the other becomes one of the executioners. That's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Spoilers, by the way. Fire. Fire ass show, a show that I think we also bring the spoiler talk as well. I was gonna say that I was I was waiting for you to finish talking. I was gonna say this one come to spoiler talk. Yeah, this is so, one of those shows for sure. So that's gonna be in our st- mainstay spoiler talk. Uh, man, it's it's good. Again, very pretty intro, outro, fantastic. Some of the best I've ever heard in my life. Um, top tier, to be honest, top tier. And then as far as returning shows, again, Dr. Stone, we already briefly touched on. I think this is a the better season this season so far. But again, their fucking comedy wears me the fuck out. I hate 
it's comedy so much that it's just it's it's exhausting um to be honest but other than that i'm i do like the the boat guy that they uh cooked up um or or, or uncooked i should say and still Senku and Tanjiro mm. or wasn't T- Taju whatever his name is I said Tanjiro whatever mm. his name is I, those are still my favorite the best characters in the show they are and I hate that uh what's his name Taiju got fucking 30 Back-seated. seconds yeah he, I, that pisses me off I swear to you he he was in the show for for 10 15 seconds and gave us more progress <laughs> than damn near anybody else, brother. Yeah, I was so irritated. But it's he makes the show good when it's somewhat unbearable. Yeah, and you know what's so frustrating to me is that it starts to lose its concept so fast because then shit just pops up. Yeah, they're, they're stuffing so much in. Yeah, like okay, so now you got a boat instantly like that. But before you would teach us how. You came up with the boat and the stuff you used in this world of of ill material. I I know you're trying to like you're trying to like save time. Yeah, you're yeah. trying to save time to get to this shit, but like is you're losing what Dr. Stone was predicated on, and that's him create finding ways to create this unique way. I guess in previous episodes he learned how to create metal, so of course he's gonna learn how to create an engine now. All of a sudden, that's manifested. This whole mm. car thing that was the last season that I don't know how that survived or even popped up out of nowhere again. And it's just, it's just so many things that they're just trying to like, you want to talk about plot armor. They just magically popping up adventures mm-hmm. that's, <laughs> that is the plot armor of the show. And it's becoming less and less about what it's about, to be honest. Um, and more about this stupid ass comedy and weird faces and, Crazy situations. I still like it better than the previous season, though. I don't want to sound down, but this is just how I feel about Doctor Stone. It's just not that good. Um, unfortunately, it makes and me I know, Fire Force. I swear to God, I swear. <laughs> if y'all give me Fire Force back, it's it's up. That's, that, it just is what it is, brother. Uh, look. So I know this technically isn't this season, but did you uh you caught up with Villain Saga? Yes. Um, tell me how you feeling about that. I real don't quick. care. I don't care. I don't care. I, I don't I, care. I hate this show right now. <laughs> I think I'm fucking done with Villain Saga, bro. I'm so sick of it. Because <laughs> like I said, I'm not trying to be like a, a downer or Debbie Downer. We are. We're so negative right now. Can, can, villain, can we go back to, to Murderous Thorfinn almost? Oh my God, yeah, please. I, I, can we go back to Canute? We know uh, it's coming, but when, man? Come on. Can, can, can I go back to Thorkill? I Bro, won't. 15 I won't episodes. Move. We watched 15 episodes of pure bullshit, except for when Canute was there. I'm telling you. I'm ready for Canute to take over this farm, set everything on fire. I swear. Shit up. And I remember season one, Canute was like, eh. And this season, he, he no, did the 360. See, no, see, Canute was for one episode, and then we gradually see his character arc evolve. And he, he developed. And he developed. But this is the development that we wanted in Canute. This yes. this season, this is Game of Thrones Canute. Yes. Um, this is like early Game of Thrones kind of Canute. This is a good character. We got like three episodes of Canute, bro, and I'm and miserable the, without it. 
the rest of this is is just like y'all can hold all of this. I'm done with the with the farming and the slavery and the, the just the the trauma dump. Yeah, <laughs> I don't give a fuck about nobody. I nobody. am tired, bro. <laughs> give me something. <laughs> it's, this is what I turn on. I'm like, oh, here we go. That's that. This is the one show, Villain Saga season two. So I'm like, oh, here we go. Um, but uh. There's a couple of shows I didn't mention. I, I kind of want to speed through real quick. If you give me the, uh, the go ahead, you got the floor. The chance, the dangers in my heart. Mm-hmm. Love the slice of life. It's the opposite of um, Kubo won't let me be invisible. It's where the guy is learning that he's crushing on a girl that he he thought he wanted to quote unquote kill. Mm-hmm. And it's because he's an emo kid. He's all about you know dark shit, and he's like, this girl is so perfect. I just want to kill her. Okay, but it's it's turning it's it's becoming so sweet, so wholesome, and so actually very funny to watch because the girl is this is this tall, popular model girl who is extremely nice and friendly to everyone and loves snacks. She sneaks in the library to eat these snacks and 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 he's just kinda like starting to infatuate over her and help her out in, in many different ways. It's a very unique storyline and I'm very happy that I'm watching. Okay. The Cafe Terrace and his Goddesses, the etchy comedy slice of life. Uh, very interesting concept with a main character who lost his grandmother, who, whose grandmother owned this, this cafe called the Cafe Terrace. Um, and he takes over the cafe and he's now running it with these five other girls. Very, again, very tasteful, etchy. It's nothing like egregious or disgusting or nasty. Um, he's just spending time going through a character change himself, like a a character development himself of this broody kid who just wants to learn a business um, and do right by his grandmother, who he feel he wronged because he kind of distanced himself from her uh, before she passed away. Very good. Very good show so far. Tony Cowell over the most season two still just captivates my heart how sweet it is it's another palate cleanser very very clean show um to just pick up turn on and and watch after you watch something like villain saga or hell's paradise it's a nice palate cleanser and then finally um i guess we could both touch on this one last but not least certainly not least is the ancient magnus bride season two Mm -hmm. very 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 good show this is the shoujo that uh, i would accept in my life um Again, very great cast of characters so far. I'm very intrigued as to see where this is going to go. Ancient Megas Bride, I feel like the beauty of it is the subtleness of it. Yeah, very subtle. Because when things happen, they are impactful, but you don't feel like it's the end of the world, you know? You feel like something's happening and we're going to get some some context and story with it and it all makes sense. And then it's the end of the episode and you didn't get left on this ridiculous cliffhanger where your head hurts and you're like trying to figure out what's happening next. But you already know what's happening next because it's all transparent. This is one of those stories where the the characters are so well written that it drives it and just doesn't leave you really hanging. Very it, so. I guess more that's what I'm trying to say. So it's it's very it's a very subtle show, but it's also the subtleness is one of those things that just is a, a boon for it. It makes it great. 
Yeah, uh, like you said, the subtleness, and then when something Im- impactful happens, it, it hits. Like with, I forgot that the dude who's uh, that spoilers. Never mind. But <laughs> yeah, let's just, we'll, we'll say that it's it's just crazy. I just there's something you forget about, and then you're reminded of quickly in this episode. Like, oh shit, I forgot that they did that. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, all right, now let's go. Let's uh wrap this up by and uh. Finding out what are the, what are our mainstays for spoiler talk. I know we got two of them. Maybe maybe we just do those two and then we'll do a rotating third. Yeah. Okay. So we yeah. are for sure doing Hell's, Hell's Paradise for sleepers sure. for sure. And then the second one. Is there any other ones? Because I'm thinking the Galaxy Next Door to to like kind of clean it up. But what are you thinking? Maybe cheat skill. So, That'd be pretty Health cool. Paradise, Galaxy Next Door, and then what was the other one? Yeah, that, that could be the rotating one. Galaxy Next Door? Uh, no. The third one. Whatever okay. we choose. Yeah, the third one can be rotating. Um, so I'm cool with that. And then what was really good this week that maybe uh this week will bring in um Insomniacs after school or no Demon Slayer Demon Slayer whoa oh we tripping <laughs> maybe Demon Slayer Harold's Paradise and then a third rotating one yeah Demon Slayer is a must okay yeah Hell's Paradise Demon Slayer and the third rotating one and I think the rotating one this week should be Galaxy Next Door okay you wanna do that yeah let's do that I'm, we tripping bro how do we fucking forget about Demon Slayer yeah like we definitely watched Demon Slayer this week and ain't no yeah, way it was fire it was Exquisite. Exquisite. <laughs> um, we're going to take this quick break. And when we come back, we're going to split what we just discussed. So without further ado. Oh, actually, recommendations. Hmm. Last week we did this season. I think we should continue that. Let's pick one of the ones we think that people aren't watching like at all. I'm going to go with. It's kind of tough. I think, I think we should, I think we can agree on one for sure that that you said earlier that people wasn't on people's radar. Insomniac after school. Well, you said that last week. I did. I okay. Mm-hmm. I, I and I said so. and I said cheat 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 skill one. So, yeah, while that is a must, we feel you must watch it. We mentioned that last week, so if you haven't already yet, watch it. But I think. One is not getting watched, but I think people should, to be honest, none of these, I think people should watch. <laughs> I'm going to be real with you. Cause Tony Cobb, you need to watch season one. So if you haven't watched season one, watch that. But I, like a cafe tears, you don't have to watch. It's not a must watch in my opinion, to be honest. I think the dangers of my heart is unique enough to say that. Yeah. Why? Well, give it a try. Give it a shot. Give it the, the three episode rule. There it is. The dangers of my heart. Give it the three episode rule and see if you want to, you will want to continue it. That's mine. The only other one I could think of uh, that people should probably just watch it for the, the the sheer enjoyment, but the aristocrats of the worldly adventure. Yeah, go ahead and turn that on and and, and enjoy it with us. Let's let's, let's and again, bring, give us a reason to talk about it more. It's not good. It's not great. Yeah, we're not saying it's amazing. 
but it's very interesting to watch. It's fun. It's funny. I think it's worth watching, too. I agree with that. Quirky. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, quirky. We'll be right back after these.
and welcome black to episode 199 of Mike Check Waifu Waifu. Can you believe it's 199 episodes? Can you can you believe we almost at 200? Yeah. It's beautiful. We we we, we grinding. Definitely grinding. Uh, I guess we should have talked about what we're doing for 200 at the beginning, but whatever. Uh <laughs> welcome back. We're going to spoil Demon Slayer after that. Hell's Paradise after that. Galaxy Next Door. Starting with Demon Slayer. We're going to spoil episode three of the Sword Village arc, season three. Wow, bro. What? This, what kind this of season. Fire, man. Trash. We kind of touched on it earlier, but the way it kind of, like it was doing its jokey joke jokes in the first two, three episodes, and then when it gets to the shit, shit popped off like quickly. Crazy. That them demons found the uh, sword arc village. I mean, the swordsmith village because that's very dangerous. Because if, if the demon slayers lose this, it's fucking. It's basically a dundada. You know what I mean? It's like, like it's over. Um, yeah. So this is the most important arc I think probably we've seen so far. Easily, in my opinion. For sure, and I I think the the beauty. Of specifically like this episode and then like the severeness of it, right? Mm-hmm. Is because we kind of already had that context to begin with, right? 100%. We, we started off this season with the depth of like the demons being like, all right, y'all got to take this a little bit more serious. I can't have y'all dying. I need something to happen. And we knew yeah. when Muzan was like, I need, I'm sending them here more or less that they had information that was important. Um, and like you said, the, the, the swordsmith village being their information that, that they had where the location was, I almost feel like that's worse than actually knowing like the demon slayer hideout because, because like if the demon slayers ain't got no swords, then they just fighting demons with, with what (laughs) they bare hands and they, all of them can't throw them like that. It's cra- it's crazy when you think about how unfair the Demon Slayer core has it. Yeah. Because they don't have shit but sword play. Mm-hmm. Demons have these special, unique powers, these fucking crazy abilities, and able to fucking i.e. the example, this guy's able to fucking mutate every time you cut him. Like, what is this? Like, they fuck this world you know what I mean like I would never want to be in this world because you lose 99% of the time you would think so anyway and I'm telling you like why do you have you gotta jump every demon every single demon you cannot shoot the fair ones at all and and the funny the the funny contextual thing is is that Obviously, you don't have to jump every demon because we've seen them fight regular demons and they, they, they can shoot the fair ones. This one, as soon as you start getting to the upper upper moons or the moons in general, any of the regular, the, the, the top 10 demons, yep. it's, it's jumping. Ain't no, ain't no fair ones. And it's, it's beautiful, but it's almost like, sheesh, I want to see my boys shoot, shoot the one-on-ones. One, I, that's one, exactly where I'm at. Like... Oh, shout out to Nut Nezuko being dope as always. She's fucking so incredible. Beautiful. Um, and then after, dude, I forgot old boy with a scar on his face was even in the show. I I did forget about him, and he came at the right moment. He was in the episode from the beginning. Yeah, yeah. But then he disappeared with the goofiness. Yep. Yep. 
and and that's the beauty of the goofiness too in this episode is that like the way they started it off it was very unassuming essentially very unassuming this hey aren't you blah 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 and you're missing a tooth give him the tooth back you're creepy why would you even hold on to that and they go into that whole like nonsense conversation and we i mean obviously there was stuff before that but the 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 entirety of that beginning segment where even like they're talking about what to do with that 300 year old sword right yeah like i want more details on that for sure i want more details on that when the the swordsmith came back and he jacked like he a demon himself um so let's think about this moments let's think about this okay the context we got for this now tanjiro's in a fight for his life basically Mm -hmm. right now already there in the shit so you got the vase guy on one side and you got this mutating dude on the other side who can turn into several different versions of himself emotional versions of himself obviously uh, but they mentioned, I think uh, I think the most important key about this whole episode was the fact that he's not going to be done with the real sword for three days and three nights, which means yeah, that, yeah, one huh? Yeah, one more day. I think it was the next morning he was going to be done with the sword. Oh, really? Yeah, I think because they said it right before the, the, the all the chaos happened. Mm. He'll be done with my sword tomorrow morning. Interesting. Okay, so that's where I, that's where I was going. I think that's very important. I thought it was going to be the, the full three, but that's even better because that means when she's starting to get real, he's going to get that sword and it's going to feel it's going to turn into some some sun breathing probably. Can I can I tell you what I think is is even more important than that? Kind of. Not. Now I'm not gonna say more important, but what I think is also very important that is easily glossed over. The the Mist Hashira. Um, she looks so good, by the way. You he can never. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> he can never be detected by like Tandro or people who sense malice because he just doesn't have malice, right? He he's not the type to care. Now they also, and I feel like they did that to show us why right tandro can sense that and when this demon initially showed up tandro could not sense that demon because he did not have any malice in him right do we know if these multiple forms even have malice or if that's just like yeah so what it is is what i think it is and this is just me speculating obviously me me playing me playing with your uh your theory here is when he's together He's overwhelmed with emotions. You're overwhelmed with emotions. You don't have malice. You don't have anger. You don't have hate. You don't have sadness. You're just overwhelmed. And that's why he's, you know, he's all all freaking out and crying all the time because he's just overwhelmed with emotions. But when he split them apart, they they kind of show the sadness dude, the 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 anger dude, the happy dude, the joy. Like one have one of them had joy on his tongue. Like like it's just I think he's like the emotional. Uh, uh, um, the emotional um demon, right? Like, uh, what's that one movie? That Disney movie with all the, uh, you know, what I'm talking inside about out. Inside Out. He he's the Inside Out demon, basically. So I'm thinking, yeah, you you're gonna find doubt that when they're all split apart, there's different types of uh, emotions that you're going to be able to sense. But together, you can't, and that's what I think yeah. makes him so special. And that's what I'm thinking, all right, is 
how how messed up would it be if the final separation is the malice one and he mm. can't sense the the intent behind the rest of them because they don't have any malice mm. they're all doing it out of joy or sadness or anything else right it's not what Tanjiro would normally expect so now he has to be aware on a different level and and it's also kind of dope because they talked about how he will advance faster because of these constant engagements with Hashira and these upper moons for demons. Um, you think he gonna adapt quickly enough to this? Because he yeah, already he and that was dope. He's yeah. already been thinking, how do we handle this, right? So we've seen that evolution already. He's like, I, I had to work on killing two demons at the same time before. Right. There's a different scenario, but it looks the same. How do I tackle this? So we already seeing his growth, but is he strong enough right now to even for this to even be a thing? When he gets his sword, feasible? I think. Yeah, that's the next evolution or uh, power creep. I don't, I don't know because there's no power system here. It's just technique. It's all technique, and that's why I love it so much. Um, and I'm thinking that when he gets his sword, that's what that's going to happen. My the main question I have is how the fuck do you beat a demon like this? You know what I'm saying? Because there's now he thought, you know, there there were two of them last time. So you had to cut their head at the same time. There's when you think about the emotions, anger, happy or joy, uh, sadness. Um, What else? It might just be three. Well, well, I'm thinking about four. Because there's four of them. Jealousy, jealousy, greed, all that greed all that shit like do you gotta kill them all at the same time like how the fuck does something like this works what what I'm thinking is that uh it might be something petty right cause um like the main dude is still somewhere around there hidden possibly away. right or it could be something like it could be something like uh the emotions are symbolized through body parts, right? Mm. So you got to cut the heart for love or something like that. You got to cut um, the eyes for, for envy. You got to cut, I don't know, something the, else. The tongue for joy or whatever the fuck. The, yeah, the tongue for joy. So it might be actually breaking a symbol. It's almost like, I think of it almost like uh, Edward uh, or Alphonse from Full Metal Alchemist. If you, mm. if you touch the blood seal rub it away his soul separates mm. so it could be something like that like you might have to break the actual symbol itself what a great fucking villain though all like every villain in demon slayer are like how the fuck do they win mm-hmm. it's like they don't show no love to the core the demon slayer core but the villains is like they fucking go all out how do you it's, win that's what makes it so so great and and you gotta think about it. There's three demon slayers versus technically this one demon that splits up into multiple demons. So they, he got a squad. You know, technically this is more help than they had in the last fight. Um, well, realistic. no, because you're forgetting about the vase. The vase guy is just on the other side, and we know that the love Hashira is probably going to be engaged in that one. So right, like he only has him. Nezuko and this other guy that looks like he's fucking done already. Oh, and the Miss Dude got knocked back, but the Miss Dude is on his way back. 
That's true. You this know? dude is on his way back. That's true. I forgot about him. Yeah, I don't know, man. T- tough to, tough to. Uh, it, that's a wonder for sure. How do you win? I'm glad we didn't read it, bro. I'm so fucking happy we didn't read this. I'm telling you, it's more. It's way more interesting to watch and look at because obviously your photo boy is goaded. I don't they know. They going outside polo window. Somebody hung in the horn for something. Um, but it's <laughs> insane. My gut check is that uh, while he while he's fighting this head. Um, while he's fighting, period, it's going to come a moment where he realizes uh, his training that he trained with that uh, that Sun Hashira dummy is going to come in handy, and then that's when our boy going to throw the sword and be mm. ready, and then he's going to pop up, pop the fuck off with some fucking whirlwind thing and kill them all at the same time. I don't fucking know. I'm just I'm just speculating. I just want Tanjiro to be powerful as fuck. I I think that uh, that Miss Hashira is gonna have his amnesia broken either in like this next episode or episode after because he gotta have amnesia right i think he got amnesia why because of the way he acts he forgets everything i just know and it could, it could just know. because he doesn't care he just doesn't care about anything that's I, that's where i think it is why would i care and then he's starting to learn but, to care because of that one conversation he had with tanjiro which is the well, tanjiro I'm, effect but the also symptom of amnesia is that in the previous episode he said what did you say can you repeat that like he, like he was remembering something when Tandro said something specific I think he's gonna remember something I'm not sure if it's gonna make him better or worse and it mm-hmm. might actually make him worse um it's probably because he's, die. A, he's, a, he's a prodigy now right yeah right he's a prodigy now but like you said before we know that Tandro technically is the prodigy mm-hmm. uh so we will see um the son of the son. Yeah, the son of <laughs> I like I like that. The son of a son. <laughs> uh which is not obviously the case, but I digress. Let's uh move on to Hell's Paradise, man. One of my favorite shows this season. Incredibly, incredibly interesting. Very weird how they did this though. A very unique way of storytelling because they were in this shit, Gabi Raru fighting. Um mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, they segue into the next dude. Wait, what? They did, actually no, they did the opposite. They didn't segue. It was just it just happened. Um, to the other, it goes into the backstory of this other villain or a uh, uh, criminal, not villain. But I don't know what you think about him. You know, at the beginning of him popping off like that, and then him unconsciously saving our, our old girl. I mean, it's. Uh, Gabumaru is a demon. Straight up. Um, literally and figuratively. Mm-hmm. Um, but him saving her wasn't really like new in my, in my opinion. You know, I mm-hmm. feel like that's what he, that's what he's, his, his character arc is going to take him to, to not be murderous towards like people or, or people who, are not inherently bad, I guess, in a sense. Yeah, but they made this whole thing about him. Like he's like, yeah, don't focus on what's in front of you. Don't fo- don't worry about the weaker ones. You focus on your survival. Like, is that? I mean, to be honest, it would make him easier if he didn't have to worry about her. Period. Like, right. If she just right. died. He could just fucking go all out and kill anybody he wants, and then finally he, elixir and he moves oh, the fuck on. 
essentially, but we don't. We also don't know nothing about this uh, this island that much, right? Yeah. Um, now, now we will. Shout yeah, out we to will. Koichi. And I, I mean, I don't trust her in the slightest. Don't fuck her, dude. I'm gonna sure <laughs> die already. And what I what I what I enjoyed the most, though, was kind of what we talked about last week, right? I said something about how they gave us that that display that made it like everybody died, mm-hmm. right? And then we see all those people who we thought died in this scene, more or less, um, give or take a couple, right? Right. We didn't see everybody, but what they did do was kind of like played at the they played at the the lack of our characters' knowledge to make us feel like that could be the scenario, mm. and then brought it back and let us see that our we were following the characters' knowledge. And we all I know we always love actually following what the character themselves knows. So I did think that was like a. a it was a fresh little thing to kind of look at mm-hmm. in terms of how it happened. But when we get into like the details of like the backstory with the Kunoichi and even her, her little fake science, her science experiment. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not with the bugs. She, what was his name? Makia, whatever mm-hmm. his name is. She's a demon too. Oh yeah. my God. He was like, I know y'all fucking Konoichi shit, bro. Back up. <laughs> it was so right. dope. Like, he yeah. knows exactly what's going on. Yeah. Like he knows she's full of shit. I just can't wait till she die. Like I just can't mm-hmm. wait till he kills her. And I know it's gonna be brutal. Um, it's gonna be. I knew. She, of course, she was faking. Like I, uh, it's just, it's just so much intrigue. What what it is is it's kind of, is it almost overwhelming? Almost. It's almost overwhelming. Like when we swap to those other characters, the brothers. Like I didn't really care that much when we swapped, but I was interested because of the when they told their story about. You know him breaking his brother out and them going to get this pardon. Like it, very interesting concept. I didn't think the big brother was gonna leave like they showed. I already knew he was obviously going to get a weapon. <laughs> like that was kind of predictable, but it was cool though. It was cool to see. I'm yeah, interested. This, this show, this show, like, I, like I agree with you in terms of like it's cool. It's doing the 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 samurai shogunite concept that we have been seeing these last couple of like anime seasons. They're doing it, but better. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm I'm already completely enticed and drawn in. Are you? Do you think it's the uh, those monks and shit that they saw? Do you think those are like deities? I think that they are. <laughs> I don't think they're deities. I think that they are other stranded people who were on the island before them. Yeah, I think this island is uh heaven. Mhm. I do I do think it's it's heaven. But it's uh, hell for for humans. It's hell for criminals. Mm-hmm. All these people are criminals. So they they're going through the shit and fighting these people who who are essentially could be quote unquote angels. Uh, in the um, I'm obviously talking metaphorically, right? They're, they're this is a metaphorical heaven with metaphorical angels who are punishing criminals, uh, you know, literally because <laughs> they're all mm. trying to like even the, the uh, the Buddhist, the, the monk said, you know, murder is bad and he tries to kill him. Like, it's this is just this is just heaven that these people are not supposed to be in, 
this is the paradise that they they're not allowed to be in so for them it's hell and that's why hell's paradise is what it is mm. so like everybody who's sin who's trying to go over to this to this paradise aren't supposed to be there hence why they don't make it back or you know or whatever the case may be so i think only the peers is supposed to be here um and obviously since they're night in the shogunite era like you said that they're going to get the the Ten Commandments thrown at them, for lack of a better word. They're going to get it all. There you go. They about to get these hands. Straight up. Straight up. And then, I, I like that, actually. I like that concept a lot. Yeah, that, and that's why I'm so fucking captivated by the show, because that part of it is extremely interesting on top of the characters, having stronger character development and character pieces and backgrounds that are very interesting and intriguing and, and depressing and sad, but yet... You want to see where it goes or if, how they develop. If if your theory is right, it'll make it even doper because Gabumaru does not want to kill anybody. He essentially wants to repent for his sins. So if, if he's repenting, they might just be like, you know what? You can slide up out of here. Yeah. He will let you live. <laughs> but he's already killed hundreds and hundreds of people, so... But that's not how you know. You know that's not how the the the, the Christians and the, the religious folk work. That's right. That's right. That's you, right. You repent. You 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 apologize for your sins, and you good. They yeah. washed away. So let's let's we'll, we'll see. That's true. And that might be why, like the, because uh, it seems like the executioners have it a little bit easier mm-hmm. there. Doesn't it seem like they don't really have much to worry about? They're, yeah, they're not a focal point. Yeah, like. You know when they showed the the samurai, the uh, the dude that's with the smaller executioner that at the beginning that they showed, this the guy who gets stung is the guy who's the criminal. Mm-hmm. The little guy, he really ain't have anything to worry about per se. You know what I'm saying? Like his biggest concern is the actual criminals themselves. Yes, so it may be that may be the focus point. I don't know, man. I think that theory is great. I think it's great. And now moving on to the uh, the final show, Galaxy Next Door spoilers. Galaxy Next Door spoilers me right now. Just put them together for some reason. Um, a Galaxy Next Door. This ended with a fucking bombshell that I was not expecting it until at least episode seven or eight. And it's she's like the realization that she loves him. Is this love? This is it love. <laughs> um, the the thing is though is that this is a very emotionally show for the exact reasons that we talked about. Mm-hmm. And they 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 expressed and discussed emotions in the beginning of the episode to get to this point. And, and like I said, we love, we love when this happens. Yes. They gave us context beforehand to mm-hmm. get to the end and say, boom, that's why we gave you context. Right. Because, um, in real life, we know love is fleeting. Yes. Like, like she could be totally in love for that moment. And then tomorrow she can be snapped out of it. And be like, okay, well, I love that. You have to actually foster the care for love and all that stuff, blah, blah, blah. Right? And to... to was like, is this jealous? Am I jealous? I yeah. love that shit so much. It was beautiful. But it was like the discussions that they had previously talking about, you know, when you, you grabbed my arm like this, you felt this because of the emotion that I mm. felt, you know? You felt this because of the emotion that I felt. You felt this because of the emotion that I felt from this. And and that is actually like, it's really cool to see the concept of her character. That's what her character is. What she feels uh, reflects on those who come in contact with her. 
Oh yeah, uh, those who are uh, what they call it connected to her. Connected, so, yeah. So was the best her word. people and then the guy that she stung apparently uh, don't really have much of a choice on what, if they feel what she's feeling if they're close enough. Um, shit, he damn near died when right. she went out running around the corner. So, <laughs> <laughs> what, what's interesting, like I said, was the the conversation that very pleasant conversation that she had with uh with Beat Cake Senpai, the uh, mm-hmm. the writer of 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 one of her favorite manga, and right. it's she's like they're having a great conversation. She's such a she's learning that Beef Cake is such a great person, and she's loving. You know, meeting her and, and, and all of a sudden she just felt heavy. She didn't know what that feeling was. And it's because he relied on her so much. And she was like, wait a minute, what the fuck is this? My and and her just coming to that realization on her own is what I appreciate the most. The absolute most is seeing how she comes to realization realization herself. It's not any crazy, um, like depressing, crazy situations to make her find out is just natural evolution of emotion. Yeah. And I think what I think happened is I think these, these two people are a victim of, um, I think the show is just a, is is a show of, uh, love at first sight being something for real. Like I, and this is, this goes into some after story territory, but I do believe that love at first sight is real. I do. Like when you see somebody like, damn, it's like your heart just fucking feels like it sank, like you just lost everything. But really, you gaining everything by seeing this person. I feel like this is what metaphorically this show is trying to present to people is that love right. at first sight can be real by the sting. When the sting happens, you see them go out into the galaxy and they look at each other with this beautiful like sense of wonder and awe of each other when they when they when he when he feels that sting. And then now they're both discovering like, okay, when I'm apart, when we're apart, it's hard on me. Like I, I, it's hard to breathe or, you know, metaphorically. And it's, well, actually it's literal in this case. Right. <laughs> so, and when she feels, he feels. So it's like, I think that's something that's very interesting to see in a, in a realm of supernatural romance slice of life. It's, I mean, that's why I'm so invested. So this is kind of a gut check, but I'm trying not to necessarily say a gut check, but this is kind of a gut check. What I'm thinking in terms of this show is because they talked about being able to or attempting to see if they can reverse the effects of the sting, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that what will end up happening is that something's going to separate them down the line and they still going to feel the exact same way. She going to feel sick. He going to feel sick because they're not together. And they're going to be mm-hmm. like, wait, this is definitely what Polo was talking about. That love at first sight turned into love forever. Yep. Um, and I think I think that they setting this up for it because they I feel like already done a good job at leading with precedence and context beforehand and then filling it in later. So yeah, this show has been a, a treat already. Very, very much so. I just wanted to continue to uh, to captivate, man. I'm I'm curious as to what the repercussions of what she said is and how he reacts to it and navigates this now tumultuous situation because they still have to work together you know and do you feel the same way or do you not who knows you know we'll find out the next episode of dragon ball z you know hey i'm at polo born flower on all social media 
I'm at King Taliano on all social media. You can follow our social medias at Mike Check Waifu on Twitter and at Mike Check Waifu, Waifu on Instagram and TikTok. And as always, Mike, Mike, Mike Check. We are now tuned into Mike Check Waifu Waifu. Is that you? Is that you? Is that you? Is that you? Is that you?